fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How's it going? Good. Oh, look at that. Do you see that? Do you see that bag in HD gold? Thank you, Mother, for buying that camera. Merry Christmas. I know. <laughs> Love it. Uh, it's Tuesday, December 28th, 2010. Episode 46 of The Hot Box. What's up? My name is Matt. This is Sandy. And this, who did we get that from the makers as a review because they value our p- opinion? <laughs> We got this from Annie at Smokers Friendly because oh, nice. she's a really cool person. <laughs> Did she donate it to us or was well, there? Well, no, not necessarily. Okay. But still. Hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Yeah. Do, do we need this to? Is, this is definitely fun. <laughs> 406-204-4687. Call us. Say hey. Mm-hmm. What's up? Live. Hotboxpodcast.com slash live. From about to get two to seven inches of snow, Kalispell, Montana. <laughs> Thanks. So, the volcano. Yes. Uh, to slowly raise thumbs up. I love these, dude. The, my first experience with a volcano was when I went to Amsterdam when I was a little younger. And oh, really? A couple of the coffee shops there had them, like, just sitting there. And the people, you would order, like, what pot you wanted, and they would bring you bags filled of that, you know, of nice. the vapor from that. So, I was like, what is that? Because you didn't really see the unit. You just saw the bags. I was like, what is creating that fluffy, white, amazing goodness? Well, and now you've seen the entire yeah, process. Yeah, And then the second time was at uh, a hemp fest when I was up at this party, and they had, like, two of them there, and they were just puffing. Mm-hmm. They're so good, though. Like, if you can afford, <laughs> this is the way to smoke your medicine. It right is. here. Do you see this? Oh. It is if amazing. only if if pot smoke was lighter than air and you could gently pass I feel like it will float if I wish hard enough. <laughs> I know it's going it to go right, right into the bong yeah. <laughs> probably. Right. But yeah, dude, if you can these are pretty expensive, especially what are they have like brand new digital There's, ones yeah, that digital are digital ones that are like almost they're hardcore. Grand. Well, yeah, they're like eight, nine hundred dollars if you want the one with all the bells and whistles and everything. But the digital ones are nice because you can see the temperature that it's set at. You can make it do stuff. I mean, you can even hook it up to your phone. <coughs> and, and this turn it one on. too, like the dial, you can set it to different temperatures depending right. on like how dense your butt is or how moist it is or whatever. But well, yeah, and I mean, you oh. don't just have to smoke marijuana through it. You can smoke other things through it, and that also comes <coughs> in handy for the. I was. Kind of curious, like, because people smoke tobacco out of, like, hookahs and stuff, I guess. I'm curious what tobacco would be like through a vaporizer. Like, what vaporized tobacco would be like. Yeah, I've wondered that, too, but I don't want to waste. Like, the most pure, wickedest head rush. Oh. I'm going to go throw up now. That's got to be like putting a dip in. But you'd throw it away. Like, you wouldn't ever want to smoke any pot out of that after. Oh, no. It would always have that taste to it. Yeah. Like, that stale, like... Daddy's stale taste. cigarette yep. smell, you know, that... Oh. It would ruin some of the very good flavors yeah. that are created. Yeah. Oh, Always 420 says the non-digital volcano is like 500. Yeah, it is. And that- Did, hey, we... 
did Hotbox corporate pay five hundo for this volcano? No. Awesome. <laughs> and I mean, it's a non-digital one, and it works it's so awesome. really well. Doesn't I mean, it even works matter. Really well. Here, uh, Cam Two, I think there. That's the base of it. Yes. Just it looks like a volcano. And it has the heat switch and an air switch, and then the that dial. That is so awesome. That's it. And then there's a the little piece that you, uh, there's a little piece that you put the, the ground, the ground up, you know, marijuana in, cannabis, and, uh, you press it down and then you just hook it up to this. You take the mouthpiece off and then you hook it up to this <coughs> and put it on there. It fills up and then you put the mouthpiece on and you're good. Good to go. Well, and it tastes the same the entire time. You know, like if you're smoking off a bong and you it leave totally some does. smoke like, in the chamber, it's so ugh, stale if you ugh. try to clear it. Yeah, you totally don't want to yeah, that's inhale icky, that. Icky. But this, it's like you, I mean. Until it's gone. Yeah. It's the same awesome taste. You can let the bag awesome sit there. Taste. Yeah. So good. It is. It's like that first hit of fresh, I just changed the water in my bong. That first hit of some mm-hmm. really good stuff. But it's like that every time. Right. Or like a brand new piece, you know. Like the very first bud you put in it. Yeah. You get the most. The cleanest, yeah. purest. And it's experience. so beautiful. But then from that point on, everything's right. just it, slightly it tinted. It turns tinted. <laughs> a little bit. A little. A little bit. So good, though. So. So we got some listener email. Would you like to discuss this? Yes. This is pretty I interesting. Uh, we'll call him NS. He says, Hey, Matt and Sandy, I want to start off by saying that I fucking love your show. Oh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> and keep up the good work. But on hey, a more compliments s- like that, I think it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm reading. It was a quote. If in a news story, if they would, I would have, I would have just bit the bullet and said it. But we don't often come across news stories no. that swear. So, <laughs> no. uh, but on a more serious note, I recently got caught up with a small amount of cannabis in my possession, and they stuck me in drug classes. Oh, drug class. Have you ever had to? Really, I never had to experience that. But I had friends that like. Got an MIP and had to do drug classes. And we're like, it was the weirdest. And you had to pay for them and they're crazy expensive. Yeah. How do you charge that much for what I'm gaining from this? It's insanity. And their whole point is to try to scare you out of wanting to do it. Right. Or or to how to figure out how to blame something in your life on what you're doing. They should sit you down and give you like a book or something and say... You messed up and you had to pay money for this class. Now be productive. Well, and I, and see, we honestly, all know it's BS. Honestly, when you think about it, though, drug classes, rehab, all of those places, only a certain amount of time is spent actually talking and learning about your addiction problems <coughs> and I'd how say- to help them. The rest of the time is spent. Being able to interact with those in the class with you. And a lot of times you pick up things that you didn't know before. Right. Helpful information. You can smoke fentanyl patches. Get out of here. No, seriously. A light bulb works? Whoa. Are you serious? <laughs> right. Terrible. Yeah. Your your drug class is my gateway drug. Mm-hmm. So, uh... This person continues, my counselor in the classes keeps telling me about how, quote, terrible marijuana is. For example, it's highly addictive. Mm? Mm-hmm. Mm? You're addicted to it. It kills so brain addictive. cells. I feel so dumb right now. Wait, no, I don't. I feel Does it kill brain cells? 
If you smoke 60 cumin cigars through a gas mask in five <laughs> seconds, yes. Oh, right. <laughs> Is that still the standard? Is that the, the Guinness record? For most, well, that's the study that guy did where he reported right, yeah. that marijuana kills brain it's cells. Silly. He put a gas mask on a monkey and forced a ton of Cuban cigars. That's just like saying water kills somebody and then waterboarding somebody, you know, <laughs> like, uh, no kidding. Oh, yeah, so, uh, it kills brain cells, it's highly addictive, etc. I was wondering if you guys would mind sending links to reputable scientific studies that I could quote and use to prove her otherwise. Touche. And if you could also point me to specific past episodes where you guys talked about these kinds of subjects, thanks, N.S. Well, I think that, you know... How about that book right there? Yeah, my Every medicine is... study in that book is... Amazing. Totally legit. Well, yeah, and there was the um, the clinical uh, use of cannabis study from uh, actually here in Missoula, was yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that's a good that one. That one, and actually they studied the, um, the current federal medical marijuana patients. And now that's something that I think is a huge point that needs to get pointed out. Right. Okay. Over and over and over again until yes. they get it. For real. Our government, with one hand, tells us that marijuana is evil, addictive, destroying families, destroying lives, and that anyone who uses it needs to go to prison immediately. With the other hand, they're giving four currently. Don't forget the schedule. We oh, also yeah, it's a schedule, schedule one it drug. With a list of other drugs. Heroin, PCP, LSD, and PSP. Yeah, PSP. PS, my PSP, my PSP. Sony. I'm so addicted PCP. to my Sony PSP. I know. Dang it. Um, <laughs> schedule two is cocaine. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Medical use, but still highly and opium. problematic or right? addictive, right? And then schedule three. We've got codeine. Right, your weaker. Yeah, yeah, those narcotics. kinds of things. But marijuana is Schedule 1. So, so the government's doing that with one hand. But with the other hand, they are dispensing to four people mm, in the United mm-hmm, States mm-hmm. 300 pre-rolled joints to help them with their medical conditions Sticks, because they were in the IND and program. <laughs> yes. All included steeds. All yes. Waiting to inhale Thank shows you. a very good shot of the tin. Yeah, and you that's, can see all of the seeds just you, sitting up on top of it. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about that after uh, we finish addressing this. Because that, that's yeah. why the show is late. We had to watch this movie. And you guys definitely should check it out. It's pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. And the government has a grow. And, as a Justin fan just pointed out. Yeah, um, Dr. Bob Melly Mead, University of Colorado, and Dr. D- Russo. Yeah, Ethan Russo. Yep. And that, um, and then also our, our government has a, um, a grow in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And last year, as Justin Fan pointed out, they, they had 880 pounds of medical marijuana grown there. For a year. Yeah. Right. So, I mean. Not quite a ton, but still a fair amount. Fair okay. Amount. Why wasn't there a news story about that? Because is, I see a ton of news stories about all of this poundage of marijuana. That's a big everywhere. number because 880 you can easily round up to almost a thousand, and that's like whoa. And that's from our government. That's criminal. The people that are saying it's wrong. That right there shows that mm. at some point in time they did believe it had might have a medical value, 
or somebody convinced them it had a medical value. Irv Rosenfeld and a bunch of people have testified. Yeah, they testified to the FDA that it had benefits to their afflictions. They each are suffering from totally different things. Bob Randall has glaucoma as well as LV. Right. And Irv Rosenfeld. And that was the first one. That he was... has that bone disorder that I can't yeah, pronounce. I know, where he right? gets the tumors and right. it can actually rip his muscles or veins. And he can't sit for very long. Cartilaginous something something. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. So, I mean, that right there shows that it's not the evil, addictive, horrible thing that everybody feels it is. These people are surviving and living because of it. Right. There's been countless groups. And the government refuses to officially test them to see how using this drug for 20 plus years from them has affected them. They, they won't approve it. Other doctors have done their own little studies, like the guy in Missoula, Dr. Right. Russo. But as we learned in that movie, if you want to do that and do it like legitimately, you have to jump through some massively flaming hoops to get your Schedule 1 approval oh, to be huge. able to even think about well, you have to writing get protocols from the and testing. DEA also. Yeah, exactly. And they don't approve anybody. I have an interesting story about this. The DEA. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting stories about the DEA. <laughs> but I mean, it's seriously, it's insanity. Also, another There's good, good point, studies in that movie also. Oh, yeah. So you can direct her to... Waiting to inhale. Or that, My Medicine, the book. Yeah. I mean, Tons both of those studies. are huge. Also... Or this episode of The Hot Box. Yeah. I our, apologize about the F word earlier. Yeah. <laughs> you were <laughs> quoting someone. Right. I was quoting your student. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, our government holds a patent hmm. on marijuana. Hmm. Why do you get a patent on something? Because you want to exploit the holy pee out of it. Or you want to suppress it. Right, or People that. People get patents on things so that it can't be That's used weird, by though, anyone. then, like, somebody else comes out with something and you sue them, but you're not infringing on their sales or anything because they're not doing anything with it. They're right. just there to sue you if you do something with it. Right. And Always 420 points out um, that, the, yeah, Nixon threw out a bunch of stuff. The Schaefer Commission, that was... All about how marijuana may have medical value. Right. It may be beneficial for people. And that was all cast aside for his own political agenda. It didn't fit their agenda at all. He was going in How can you have a war on drugs but then say except for this one? Like you got to be all or nothing. And it's sad that they didn't go with nothing. They went... Full speed ahead. And see, and honestly, now we have jails overpopulated. Honestly, I personally think that it was that period of time also. I mean, that right. was the 70s. Now we have kids where, in drug classes writing right. podcasts to help them point if out the what's Schaefer up with If the Schaefer Commission pot, happened today, don't you think... It'd be think, all over the internet. Well, don't you Wiki think marijuana leaks, would everywhere. be legal? Don't right. you think they would have said, oh, really? Okay, yeah. They totally. would have said, they would have written in a Twitter post, our bad, go ahead and y'all smoke. Yep. 
See on see in April. Yep. See in tax season. Peace. Exactly. This was the seventies when this happened. Right. There was the Vietnam War. You got your news was, from the you know, television the or or the radio, and that was it. <laughs> right. That was your main news source. Right. And now they were trying to fund. control what everybody mm, was doing. No good. They did not want any kinds of drugs out there because, in their minds, that created this counterculture of. Children <laughs> who rebelled against the government, the crystal who didn't want to go to war, yeah, right, who just wanted to relax and have fun and work and make money and have go families to and yeah, learn stuff. Sure, why yeah. not? And always four twenty says also uh, watch the documentary called Grass. Yeah, that's I another have that. good I watched one. that a while ago. It's pretty good. That is a good one. Lots of and good info. um. There's a there's a lot of really good. There's a lot you maybe want to steer her away from the ones that are focused on like the wild west of pot, or maybe a little book that goes by the name of Can of Business. <laughs> Can of Business just get a leg up in this world. You know shit. what? <laughs> I am on the verge of asking people to mail Top me that 10 book and I'll reimburse I'm them you. their postage just so I know where all the copies are and that people <laughs> aren't actually using the information. No, it's, it's it's actually, if I I read it from a fictional standpoint, very entertaining story. He is a good storyteller. I will give him that. Um, so anything else for... Uh, our friend NS here. Well, because um, I'd like to, you know, I think w- read you some passages yeah. out of this beautiful masterpiece. I think we covered quite a few good points. I will email um, him uh, a right, bunch of different Right, the links to the studies. Yeah. yeah, I think like most of them are in that book. You can hand her that book and be like, read this if you seriously want to know yeah. what's up. Because every study he was there when this was happening. Well, yeah, he was. He was being studied on. in most of the cases. You yeah, know? I mean he he's been receiving medical <clears throat> marijuana for twenty eight years now, and actually we talked to him in November. On his 28th anniversary. Yep. I don't remember exactly which episode that was, but he he is such an articulate speaker. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he. You can tell he's told his story a few times. Yeah. It's like natural, you know. Well, and he's so intelligent, and it's yeah. amazing. You can watch him do interviews, and you'll watch him smoking a joint the entire time. I love time. it when the media, like, asks him questions and thinks they're tripping him up, and they're like, he's smoking, and it's no big deal, and he's just like, boom, there's what's up. Yeah. It's great. So, I think just direct her there and you're good. Yeah, exactly. But I I'm kind of curious, like, do you live in a state that doesn't have medical or do you not have a card or like, I'm, I'm curious what the, the circumstances of the arrest or whatever well, you call you know, that were. Okay, last episode, last Tuesday, we talked about that case that's um, that got thrown out because the jury all right, they, right. you know they all said they that wouldn't they wanna, wouldn't convict someone right. of a marijuana charge. That is the first time that's happened. So Ever. I mean, a lot of times people get caught with a couple of grams and they end up in a lot of trouble. And as right. we've said before. They get the choice. Drug classes or jail. And right. what if you can't afford the drug classes? Well, jail. there you go. Behind bars for some weed. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> what was that? Tobacco, alcohol, and a little bit of weed? Tobacco, alcohol, and a little bit of weed. <laughs> uh, the next great rap hit from mm-hmm. me. So, there's a... 
There's a chapter, and I was I wanted to highlight a few. Okay, we're talking about this book from this guy that we don't right. like. Check out this cover, though. This is great. Yeah. Boom! Right there, can of business. This is a self-published book. Exploiting the new green gold rush. I fooled all of you. Ha ha ha. I'm really calm and collected, and all about Buddha. This. You guys didn't know that though, from my crazy, unpredictable exterior. And my. And all of my court accusations. But so there's a chapter in here called Making the Cops Like and Support You. You know he didn't come back to Montana, right? (laughs) Did he not? Oh, no. He skipped. Wow. Yeah. He's currently on the run. Is that? That is what I have heard. On the lamb? Yeah. The lamb of God, if you will. The lamb. Hmm. Once upon a time, marijuana was illegal. Then the law was changed, and people who had qualifying conditions could use its flowers as medicine. Not entirely true. The police did not. N- <laughs> <laughs> the police did not know what to do. Oh no! They asked themselves, "Self, can Jason smoke a bowl in public?" So when I walked downtown in Missoula, Montana, one late afternoon with in the my hemorrhoids of '09, <laughs> Sandy, <laughs> uh, I, I hope your drug class uh, teacher is has stopped I'm listening sorry. at that point. This that guy first is a really was, bad example of right. a medical marijuana entrepreneur. And just to come out with a book that's like, boom, I screwed you, basically exploiting the new green gold rush, aka I screwed all of you. And then skip down. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, hmm. Can Jason smoke a bowl in public? Nay. Um, so he helped the cops understand proper application of cannabis enforcement. Hmm. Cops got call from motorcycle police. Dispatch sent out half the department. In reality, really four cops and two cars. Cops came up to Jason, who was smoking in public right then, not hiding it, comma, acting as if it did not exist, period. Cops said, you better have a card. Jason presents his card. Cops confirmed. Then Mr. Short Officer got two feet from Mr. Author of this book, and he stated, so why do you have, so why do you have so smoke in public? Uh, I have to way, email him now. You know, way to check your <laughs> I have word. to. Well, so is spelled right. It's just not you. I think two was the word you wanted there, but that's weird. I, I have to email him now and point yeah. that out. That on page forty-five, line, I'd say about a quarter of the way down, and he stated, "So why do you have so smoke in public?" <laughs> awesome. Uh, officer stated it in condes- condescending manner. TTO. What what word is that? TTO. It's capital T, I guess, because it's the first word of a sentence. But capital T, small T, O. I'm not familiar with that pit of the uh, lexicon. Tattoo. Oh. How how how's that pronounced? I T two T two T two. T2, which Jason replied, because I'm in pain in public. With hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, that's a great answer. Because I'm in pain in public. 
Officers go away, leaving Jason alone. Jason walks up the street, acting as if what just happened didn't. Jason smokes in public 18 months later, and so do thousands of Montanans with their cards. All because... My can of business. <laughs> so... So, Jason shouldn't be allowed to write books, first off. Well, uh, everyone should be allowed to write books. I just would stick it maybe in the... For a fun toilet read. It's actually... It's kind of funny... Like, these are basically his thoughts. This is what he sees himself as. He sees himself as this calm, collected, intelligent, Buddhist monk that's on the Zen at all times. And that's, like, that's that's the perspective of You're this book. You're an artard. He says in here, a lot, like... And I'm only 45 pages in. I just started reading it today just to, because I wanted to know. I, just I wanted read to it see. and I was angry almost the entire time. He keeps referring to the ego must be removed to attain everything. The ego, right? At that's, what point in time have you acted so like crazy. any of your ego has been removed from anything? That's what I'm saying. Like it, his outward personality is completely different than what he sees himself as that is scary that's like schizophrenic or bipolar that's an episode of criminal minds (laughs) that is especially if you're on the lamb uh-huh uh he says during times of jewish prosecution many jews died because they could not give up their sense of self in relation to their surroundings so basically, during the Holocaust, it was the Jews' fault that they got just, like, genocide up on because they couldn't remove their Jewiness from their self because you're in a bad environment that looks down on Jews. So you should know, like, well, I better not be a Jew anymore. I got to remove that from myself and blend in. Maybe I'll be a Nazi or something. Right? I'm sorry. Take the star. Jewiness you have to. Like the- <laughs> You have to take the star off and blend in, basically. So he, he kind of puts the blame on the Jews there. I can't. Can you blame the Jews for the fucking genocide? No. <laughs> Jesus, dude. That's wrong. <laughs> that is very not Buddhist monk of you, dude. No. Holy cow. I just, I can't, I get angry <laughs> During that times he tries of- to represent. Right, I do, and he does it so badly. But he 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 had the numbers. He he pumped them through, and that's all that's he his did claim. was that's offer claim people a quick way of getting their card. Right, a loophole basically, and that's he his didn't claim care to fame. About a single one of them, he says he does a lot in this book. But that's again, that's his self perception being wicked distorted by I've been to several of his cannabis caravans and you know what he does when he's there he zips around the room as quick as possible and barely stops to talk to anybody just like shaking hands well he's very important you know bo- well, being a buddhist even, monk like, and all smile and stop or anything he just runs up and runs down and then leaves the only time he spoke to me the entire time I was there Do was when he came think? up and said hey the doctors are signing cards for anybody call anyone you know and tell them to get down here and i was like oh i am leaving i'm leaving now (laughs) i don't want to be involved with this thank you yeah that's kind of 
That's not. I nice. mean, you're making it hard for people like me who want to do it the right way right. and and actually care about people by forcing yourself on everybody and you then know what trying else? to make a mockery of the system. He also refers quite a bit to so many people burned by their partners and in business don't set up like business relationships because they always your partner always tries to screw you in the end like he's been taken advantage of so many times uh he he says something about how he was exposed to amway and was really like wasn't amway a pyramid scheme yeah kinda? yeah he's he like talks i about a lot of that stuff avon pampered chef oh, the the part about make amway. others successful so that in return my own success would be ensured See, he thought That's he was doing scheme, that by right? giving people a place to set up a table and put all of their product out and try to talk to people. I understand the thought. You didn't execute it right because you made a joke out of everything. You made it harder for everybody else. You got bomb threats and then bomb threaded others. Yeah, right. Well, hey, I mean, eye for an eye, I guess. What was Verizon the one that bomb threaded you? Because that's the only way that that's okay. Like you can't, you can't have some like Hindu dude bomb threat you, and then you in turn go like bomb threat a blockbuster or something, or like the library. You can't do that. That's not good. You can bomb threat, you know, if when when bomb threatened. Well, I think I bomb threatening just shouldn't happen. Threatening, thre- threatening, threatening. We should use proper. Don't bomb thread either. Proper English. <laughs> um. He says the idea does not have to be completely thought through because nothing I do is. I just go with it, man. I completely release myself. I give it under the Lord, under the marijuana, and I just go with it. I just be. You ask me how I am, I say, yeah. I am. I am. I am. I am way. I am what I am. <laughs> and, that's, and that's all that I am. Um, oh, and also I I had, uh, if you just maybe uh, on my behalf, if you could, when you write, like stick with one pronoun. Don't say like, I did that and then say he when still referring to the person that was I just a minute. Like that's really annoying. switch between third person. Yeah, that. And- that's so annoying. Don't, in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. Dude, don't that, do that yeah. for me. Tobacco, alcohol, and a little bit of weed. Oh, no. <laughs> but very, very entertaining uh, reads so far. Yeah. I just, I just don't appreciate the way he makes it look. He right. So else look. after that little Jason shows his card and the cops are like, okay, we just got burned, basically. The preceding story sheds valuable light on tactics that were used to instantly disarm the police. First of all, learning tools for police are the ongoing briefs given to them almost daily at the respective departments. They participate in state and national meetings where crime stats and techniques are discussed. This is your, I'm your inside guy here, okay? You can bet that many national and statewide law enforcement groups have gotten together and discussed this rapidly expanding medical marijuana industry. They are concerned with good reason. You better be scared. Hey, DEA. Yeah, that's right. I'm talking to you. You better be scared. We're going to overgrow the whole nation. So there. Like, he basically just called them out. Mm-hmm. With good reason. They're concerned. And you better be. That's so awesome, dude. Wow. 
Police are concerned about a person who has a legitimate reason for possession of a federally scheduled drug and selling it to someone who does not. Just like the pain pill epidemic in America, where millions of people are addicted to these pharmaceutical drugs and some folks attempt to procure these medicines illegally. So. And this is how I totally exploited that. Boom, finger in the butt. You're welcome. And I like at the beginning, there's a graph from like 04 when Montana got medical marijuana till, you know, I think 2010. And it shows like this huge spike and like, he's like, that was because of me. You're welcome. Yeah. What really, what? <laughs> You're going to be pissed. In the book, he has a thank you page. And at the very bottom, he thanks all of the caregivers and patients in Montana. You're welcome. And he's like, I can't list you all by name because they only gave me one page. On self-published books, you gave yourself one page. Right. Just so you know, you did have the option. Don't make it sound like you you got, like, signed on to write this book or anything. No, it's it's clearly, I mean, I, I guess him and his employees made these or... It's nice. I mean, that's cool. Well, they need to get a better editing program. Spiral notebook. (laughs) Pretty sweet laminate. Uh, I like the creepy guy smoking a joint with dollar signs coming out of the smoke. What a dick. Very bad press. There you go. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I really wish he wouldn't do stuff like that. Yes. Well... Free country, I suppose. Well, yeah, that whole freedom of I speech mean, good thing. Good luck being out. I guess on we're kind of taking advantage of that too. Oh, f yeah. Yeah. Everyone should. Yeah, yeah. Do it. So, did you hear that eighth graders in Indiana are more likely to do drugs? Really? Yeah, really. Eighth graders. How old is that? Fourteen. Fourteen 15? or fifteen? Huh. Probably fourteen. There throughout the state also are more likely to smoke, drink, and use marijuana than their counterparts in the rest of the nation. A new study finds drug prevention experts here know the problem exists, but they don't know why. Because life in Indiana fucking sucks. <laughs> there is nothing to do there. It's just it's a corn. It's corn yeah. or wheat? Wheat. What's Probably their a little thing? bit of both. Probably. You would Maybe hope. some potatoes thrown in. Rotate the crops so oh, you don't yeah. burn out the dirt. Yeah. All right. But it's flat, isn't it? You know what we're going to have Saturday then, since we're doing a show on, on Saturday? What? We're going to have Grow Talk oh, with yeah. our Grow Guy. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I am, too. I love when we have people over. It's a good time. Especially... Are you going to be uh, packing, backpacking that volcano back and forth here? Or can I get like every it. other day and weekends and you Joint can have custody. it every <laughs> other holiday and some Sundays? <laughs> uh, the high rate of use may stem from scant dollars for prevention. We need more money for our prevention budgets because I'm about to lose my job. <laughs> You guys, if you guys legalize weed, I lose my job. So yeah. I'm going to really work hard not to let that happen. And I'm going to lie. I'm going to look the other way when legit studies come out. And just uh, overall, I'm going to be shady. I'm going to be pretty shady. Mm-hmm. Um, more accessible drugs and the lack of a community network to address teen drug use. They have like MySpace and stuff. Does yeah. that not address teen drug use? They should get MySpace involved. Yeah, right. I bet Rupert Murdoch's all over those monies. 
Uh, quote, I wish we had a better handle on some of the specific reasons, said Randy Miller, executive director of Drug-Free Marion County. It would make it easier for us to address and reduce it. Of that's, course. That's part of the struggle, you know, trying to get a hold of this drug problem. That's so rampant. Running because, rampant. You know, I, how many kids have died from this? Mm, none. Yep. Wow. I think we're still waiting. I mean, it'll happen. But how many There's an LD fifty. How many eighth graders are drinking and dying from alcohol overdoses? Uh I think I saw a billboard the other day that said like three thousand a year, perhaps. Somewhere around there. Don't quote me on that. Wow. That's a lot. Seems to me like they're fighting a war that needs to be a little different. Maybe right. Maybe they should be going after something else. Right. If only we had, like, a, a wicked good scapegoat to just, like, throw to him and be like, what's that? Look, shiny. Or they could just pay attention to the effing alcohol <laughs> problem. Is that a problem? Are we having a problem We now? have the highest fatality rate did in the United States did you on hear, our highways. Did you hear about the shooting? Yeah. Did you hear about that? At That's the scoreboard. That's crazy, right? Yeah. A bar here in town. We had a double homicide on yeah. Christmas. On Christmas. In front Our of little tiny town. Family. In front of family. Yeah. And children. Yeah. And the night before, the guy was there all crazy on drugs, yelling he was going to kill her. On pot? No. Interesting. No. <laughs> From my understanding, marijuana was not involved <laughs> at all. It was a bunch of other stuff. Meth, perhaps? Or And alcohol, probably. Word on the street. It was a bar. It was a bar. Was a bar I worked at sometimes. I know. That's why I sent you that message. I was uh, like, right. um, huh. did you know any of this? <laughs> Are you aware that? <laughs> and the place it kind of went down was up by my mom's house. That's just scary. I know. It's getting crazy. A lot of people have died this month. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so about, they say that marijuana use in this age group, these eighth graders has increased across the country. The numbers are dramatically higher here in this one place. About 17% of Marion County eighth graders use marijuana in the past month compared with 8% nationally, according to a survey conducted by the NIH. The gap between local and national statistics narrows for high school seniors. That may reflect Indianapolis high, high dropout rate rather than any real distinction in teens of that age because those who drop out are more likely to abuse substances, said Nancy Beals, Prevention Project Coordinator. Of for Drug Free of Marion. So if you drop out, you're, you're probably on drugs. Uh, apparently. Hmm. Apparently. Justin so. Fenn says Montana is number three in the nation in teen prescription drug abuse. Do you think maybe we could focus uh, some of that? Like, look at that. Look, teen prescription drug abuse. Look, go get that shiny. Prescription drug abuse will never be the focus as long as that's all the money that our politicians are being paid from. Oh, right. That still hadn't gotten worked out, had it? The pharmaceutical companies hmm. run more of our government than the politicians do. Hmm. Interesting. Our government? Like our government. Mine and yours and everyone listening and yep. every, everyone yep. outside. And- well, everybody listening in the United States of America. Right, right. Because right. this is... It internet. could be. Right. I don't know if anybody understands what we're saying, but... Well, in the UK and stuff. Well, yeah. Right. And Canada. Yeah, Canada. They got mm-hmm. uh, English. Mm-hmm. Some places in Amsterdam and Europe. Mm-hmm. So the gap between local 
and national statistics narrows for high school seniors their dropouts, right? Uh, in an effort to turn the stats around, drug-free Marion County will apply for a federal grant. Federal money? Federal! Sorry, can't have medical marijuana. But I'm bumped. Uh, to beef up prevention starting with sixth graders. Ooh, get them while they're young. Oh, yeah. Uh, he said if his group is awarded the $125,000 five-year grant, it would more than double what the group has to spend on prevention annually. What does that even mean? You have money to spend on prevention annually. Money, so you take money and you spend it on this thing called prevention. I think they mean like um, the Dare program, which Failed? isn't, they, yeah, but it's not in function anymore. But they have programs that are like that. Hmm. And, and so that's they need what their. Job. Prevention Like is. that's people's jobs Right Right Okay people do that for a living So Right They're gonna wanna continue doing that Cause that's all they really know how to do And how much education do you think those people hmm. have That are Do you are think perhaps they preventing. were <laughs> I was a dropout So I know what it's like So now I'm your dropout prevention drug counselor Yay I was also addicted to drugs <laughs> That's amazing Uh 125 do you know what we could do with $125,000 five-year grant? I bet we could do a lot more good than what they would do. Well, you know, I bet the, you. In the I movie bet you $125,000. Right. <laughs> in the movie Waiting to Inhale, one of the things that I really thought was a good point was this um this guy in New Mexico said that if you focus, if you try to make it more of a focus on the medicinal side of cannabis, that lets kids put it in a context. It's a lot easier was, for them to understand yeah. it if they see it as a medicine. Exactly, because they already know that it's there. Exactly. Right. And so occasionally it does work that kids aren't so prone to want to try something if it's a medicine. It may help kind of, I don't know cut back on this apparent problem everyone feels there is with kids using and i'm not saying that kids should use it um but kids experiment i know that from personal experience and from having known right. from couple. knowing everybody yeah, yeah i can't yeah. really think of very many people who haven't experimented with it my parents included my grandparents I mean, I cannot, I can only think of maybe one person who I'm absolutely sure they have never touched it in their life. Grandma? No. Me, no, my me grandma has. <laughs> oh, me, ma. <laughs> <laughs> who? Uh, my husband's grandmother. Oh, nice. His me, ma. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, fantastic. <laughs> Marijuana prevention is also a national priority. Gosh Whoa. darn it. This is Author Dean, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Weird Community Anti-Drug Coalitions of America. Interesting. Also, his job. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I wonder why you think it's such a problem. <laughs> more. Here's a stat for you. Did you know more eighth graders now report using marijuana in the past month than smoking cigarettes? 
Hmm. Are you saying that like it's a bad thing? Because check this out. Did you know that smoking cigarettes causes cancer and smoking pot doesn't? Mm, you should be mm. applauding those kids that they made the better choice amongst the two evils. Not getting cancer That's is right. a very good hey, choice. This time I, am happy I decided those kids made that decision. I decided to put a condom on this time. There you go. That's See, a step. Good decisions That's happen. It. Good decisions. That he's. He wrote that down. He got paid while he was doing it. Probably a pretty mm. decent salary. Oh, yeah. Check this out. More of them are smoking pot than cigarettes now in the left. La- oh, that's beautiful. I Yeah, and a lot of kids smoke both. Good. You should encourage that. That's like saying, oh, more kids are smoking pot than drinking alcohol now. Good. Good. <laughs> you should encourage that. A prescription Silly. drug abuse is a huge problem with kids. Right. Why? Mm. It's easy for them to get it. It's everywhere. It's in the medicine cabinet at home. It's in the medicine cabinet at grandma's house. It's in the medicine cabinet at their friend's house. It's a lot easier to abuse that. I was thinking of starting a uh, prescription drug destroying uh, thing, like, if you have prescription drugs and you want them destroyed, but you don't want to flush them because they'll go into the water and poison the fish and all that, you can bring them to me and I will uh, break them down and what if we properly started, dispose like, of them. What if we started like this huge movement to like get prescription drugs right. all like cleaned up? And then and out everything. the back of the hot box, we're like slinging pills and shit, making money. No, no, I'm totally kidding. We would never do that. But I will. I will if you have. Uh, extra, you can send those to the the hot box PO box, and I'll dispose of them properly. And you know what? Your kids will not get their hands on them. I promise. I I promise that. You put them in that PO box. No kids will ever get their hands on those. Really quick, can I just ask everybody? Oh, yes, do please. not send Matt your prescription <laughs> medications. Uh. Regardless of how funny you might think it is or how fun right. it could be or that you may actually think that he's going to dispose of them. <laughs> do not send Matt uh, your prescription medications. Awesome. So uh, many young teens, he continues on, believe marijuana can do little harm. Are they on the right path there? No. Marijuana can do a lot of harm. Oh, no. No, Dean, it cannot. Are you going to die? Uh, I hope not. I mean, we that just vaporizer. quite a bit. Are we going to die? I hope not. Now I'm... Am I dying? Is this what it feels like? Dude. Is this what it feels like to die on air? <laughs> wow. Uh, the movement to legalize marijuana for medical use that has passed in 15 states in the District of Columbia, mind you, also sends a message that marijuana is not a serious drug, experts say. Because it passed for medical marijuana, so that tells you that it's not a serious drug? Who is this guy? How? Please give him $125,000 for prevention, please. He's helping the kids. That's who please. this guy is. Please. I think it's been proven time and time again over the course of history that most of the time when you trust someone with your children, they don't always do or say the right thing. So, that's... whatever. So, the DEA. Familiar with that? That, uh, that acronym? 
So a WikiLeaks comes out and it kind <laughs> WikiLeaks. of WikiLeaks. I love that shit, dude. It's so <laughs> great. It comes out in detail of exactly what the DEA is really really there for and how far they stretch. Oh, they're everywhere. I did not uh, know that. This is some uh, diplomats recorded unforgettable vignettes from the largely unseen war on drugs. Uh, from from the DEA in Panama, an urgent BlackBerry message from the president to the American ambassador demanded that the DEA go after his political enemies. Quote, I need help with tapping phones. Who do we have that tap? Oh, the DEA. Let's have them do it. In Sierra Leone, a major cocaine trafficking prosecution was almost upended by the attorney general's attempt to solicit two Point five million dollars in bribes. Not nice. Mm. In Guinea, the country's biggest narcotics kingpin turned out to be the president's son, of course, and diplomats discovered that before the police destroyed a huge narcotic seizure, the drugs had been replaced by flour. You didn't burn any of our drugs. <laughs> Thank you. Leaders of Mexico's beleaguered military issued private pleas for closer collaboration with the drug agency, confessing that they had little faith in their own country's police forces. Yeah, Mexico not doing so hot. Uh, usually no. Uh, cables from Myanmar, the target of strict U.S. sanctions, describe the drug agency informants reporting both on how the military junta enriches itself with drug money and on the political activities of the junta's opponents. Interesting. Hmm. Officials of the DEA and the State Department declined to discuss what they said was information that should never have been made public. Really? Hmm. That's kind of shady, guys. Hmm. You're the government. You should be pretty transparent, I would say. So, so I don't think it'd be awesome. too hard to put it past the DEA trying to cover up the value of marijuana. But j- just to straight out come out and say, yeah, that you guys should have never known. You guys should have never have heard of that stuff. Like, that wasn't for you guys. That was personal. That's like a kick in the nuts, man. That's mm-hmm. personal, you know? That's That's crazy that they would just come out and, like, here's our statement. None of that shit should have ever came out. Are bad. Not even an apology. Well, a declination of discussion. <laughs> Thanks, DEA. Well, you know Dicks. that we have DEA offices in most of the countries of the world, right? Yeah, right. We have one up in Canada. That's who took down Mark Emery. Right. Yep. And Canada. Aren't they all part of the Northwest? Doesn't has, doesn't Canada have legal medical marijuana? It does. Does anyone in Canada care? I thought like I'm Vancouver sure had coffee shops. Like, oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. They don't really... That's but why he's not... there. That's why he's not in for, jail. For, like, everything else, but they're going to go after marijuana people there. Well, right, because we have to capture... interact with US. We have to capture the Canadian cocaine and then sell it to the... The Mexican cartels. Or the Mexicans, yeah. It came from Cuba. We don't want to sell it. I that like that the DEA is certain countries' own little political hitmen. That's pretty cool. Like, hey, I need this guy out call the DEA. I call up uh uh ah crap, what's it called? Division. Call up Division. 
get that fool taken out. This is the agency that's in charge of making sure that drugs aren't on the street. Are they the ones that scheduled uh, the... Are, are they in charge of the scheduling? They they are part of that. Or is that the FDA? It's a group effort. Huh. Okay. Well, good to know. Good to know. And then you remember a while ago we talked about how California, like, Schwarzenegger came out and was like, marijuana is going to be like a traffic... A traffic stop, yeah. Right. So yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's also in the news again. Oh, yeah, because it's it's going to take effect in, like, three days. So, announce or like less. Uh, until now, it's been a misdemeanor, which gives you the option of a trial. Going forward, it will be uh, an infraction. The punishment? 100 bucks. Boom. Peace out. Yeah. Can I have my pot back? Because that's, like, $100. Nowadays, what is that? That's, like, that's like four-eighths. It's like two. That's like a half O. That's like a half O here. It's a half Ozer. Here. Dude. In other states, that's like a qua. For real? A quarter, yeah. Ouch. Mites, huh? <laughs> Every time I see James, we totally laugh at that. So great. <laughs> so, mites, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, so good luck. Uh, that was pretty cool, I guess. 100 bucks. It's, uh, it's a little steep, but. I guess well, we'll take what we can get, what they can get. Yeah. Anyone tried with a misdemeanor has the option of a jury trial. Jury trial costs about $1,000. And you can see that if the punishment for that jury trial is maximum, or let's say, hypothetically, maybe you can't find enough jurors to... Uh, convict. Convict. Hmm? Pretty sure it would happen in California the way it happened here. and They'd have a pretty good amount of people saying, uh, no, let's yeah. not do it. This is kind of stupid. Uh, Yeah, so... If you went to the jury trial, punishment for that jury trial is maximum $100. That's going to be a great cost to the state. Uh, this guy estimates California will save tens of millions of dollars every year on your own made-up kind of bullshit. Like, you could just get rid of that and save hundreds of millions of dollars every year. You know, like, I mean, that's kind of a if silly way to look at it. they legalized it, they would save even more. It's a self-imposed, do you see? Like, you, that's your law. You can... Change them. Yeah. Uh, quote, I think the laws that we passed, they were good. It makes it from a misdemeanor to an infraction. No one cares if you smoke a joint or not. End quote. No one cares. Hey, if you smoke a joint or not, no one cares. <laughs> Who gives a crap? Yep. So, is there anything else uh, you wanted to cover before um... we... Did you want to talk about this Indian? I was just looking at that. T please tell us about this. This is <laughs> A great. woman whose husband allowed officers to search their home was charged with possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia after they found marijuana in a grinder on the kitchen table. I'm part Cherokee Indian, and we don't consider marijuana a drug, the 30-year-old <laughs> Crestview woman told officers. Word to that. Hell Yeah. She smelled of alcohol, according to her Police <laughs> Department arrest report. That is so unnecessary to point out. Three young <laughs> and by the way, she was recently seen coming out of a casino holding yeah, a blanket. <laughs> Three young children were That's in the terrible. house at the time. Her husband told officers his wife ingests marijuana. Officers also hmm. found two smoking devices after the husband pointed out their location. Sm the report said smoking devices. <laughs> the woman was arrested. Hmm. Can they... Were these tribal police? No, I think she's just a, part Cherokee. 
That's so the then, only Indian part of but it. But she's not on the reservation. Right. Okay, gotcha. It's illegal on the res. Right. So, but wait. Well, here in Montana. I, well, I think. We're not Cherokees here, though. Apparently, the Cherokees don't consider marijuana a drug. So I don't think many Indian I think the black cultures feet. do consider it a drug. Right. Yeah, they were out, like, blowing DMT in each other's faces back in the day. Like, going well, on vision quests and shit. Well, I'm pretty sure they don't consider pot a drug. When they passed around the peace pipe, it was usually tobacco and marijuana or just marijuana. Really? I always thought that was, like, some serious hallucinogen. No. No, it was just to help stimulate their minds for the conversation. Huh. Also, DMT. <laughs> if you want to get lost in a conversation, perfect. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they had it as an intellectual and mental stimulant, but they also used it for all of its medicinal purposes. Right. And that's one thing that I think it's really sad that they're now losing because of their involvement with the federal government. Just right. because the federal government has a treaty with them that says they have this land and they get this money. That kind of sucks, And all this though. other stuff. They can't have anything to do with marijuana. That sucks if you look at it from their point of view. Like, if we do this, we're going to screw up, and they're going to come and take our land all over again. Yeah. That's terrible. It is. We won't kill you this time, but we're taking your land. No smallpox. Get out. But yeah. we want everything that you have. That's stupid. That's screwed up, dude. And I mean, it's right along the lines nice work, guys. the banks. If a bank is insured by a federal corporation, they don't want to do business with a medical marijuana business because They're of scared. their involvement with the federal government. Like the feds are going to come there and take your bank. No, they're worried about just like losing their their insurance, their federal insurance. And then you're not insured, and then the DEA rolls in and robs you, yeah. <laughs> and then that's it. Doors closed. The DEA does rob. Shit. They like to come in and massacre, and then and you if know. and kill any any and all political enemies. Uh, <laughs> Treason. Yeah. Unbelievable. Horrible. But hey, it's the price we pay, I guess. Huh? Yeah, I suppose. Freedom. So, uh, anything else? That'd be all. Hey, thank you hey, for thank you. Uh, bringing the volcano oh, over. Oh, yeah. It'll be here in... Regular, at regular <laughs> intervals? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, info at hotboxpodcast.com. Email us if you have questions, stuff like that. If you want us to tell off your drug counselor, uh, we will do that for you. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com, that's where all our stuff is. Check it out. Cool site. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so thank you. Uh, so we're doing a show uh, New Year's Day. That's Saturday. Yes, so, okay. January 1st. And that's going to be, uh, we're going to talk about growing. Yep, it's going to yep. be awesome. So, and, oh, he told me if you guys have any questions, get mm -hmm. them to me so we can have yeah. that. And, uh, yeah, we'll answer your grow questions. Uh, look for that Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live uh, around 8 o'clock, 7 p.m. Civic, 10 Eastern. Uh, you can leave us a message if you have a question and you don't want to type it out, 406-204-4687. Uh, you can do that. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. If you like you weed, like this weed, is where, this is where you, you need to be. be. <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.